0: Of what about now humbug what about now what about now what about now what about now what about hanukkah that's what about now right now we are on day i want to say six of hanukkah happy hanukkah that... sir oh I thank you is it is it really a happy hanukkah
1: <laughs> uh i don't know compared to other hanukkahs uh
0: yeah, no i mean just not. in general no just in general just no. a happy hanukkah <laughs> like Hey, it's Hanukkah. I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a pretty miserable year with uh, just a. Uh, so why should Hanukkah be any different? <laughs> I don't expect Christmas to be any different. It's been. I mean. Pretty rough. <laughs> well,
0: it's funny. I mean, do you want to, or off the bat, I have a lot of Hanukkah related material. Do you want to just dive right into that?
1: Let's go right into the Hanukkah related material. Ooh,
0: okay. Hanukkah material. Um. I mean, so it's kind of tough for me because I grew up, by the way, this is Ted. I don't know, I think we're just like going straight into just a cold <laughs> start without like, this is what about now, this is Ted, and you are?
1: And I am Darren.
0: <laughs> okay, just to, yes. Just yeah, you never know it. when
1: we're going to pick up a, you know, a, a new uh, listener or our first listener.
0: It's, like the, it's just like the SNL cold opening. Just dive right in and then later we'll do a you know, live from our basement. Yes, yes. Well, for, technically it will be re- recorded from our basement. It's Sunday night.
1: Exactly. And for all new listeners, this is our, our uh, bi-weekly podcast. We try to get it out every couple of weeks. Except um, this week. Except this week. Uh, this will probably be our, our year-end one with the holidays coming up. It might be difficult to get another one before the new New year, but we want to well, wish... Listen, everyone- by, the
0: time, by the time this one gets up, it'll be it have been about three weeks since we did the last one.
1: Uh, okay, okay. So... So yeah, give or take every two weeks. But yeah, let me That's our goal. If you're a first time listener, you know, welcome to our podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Um, please listen for the the phrase that pays later on in this this podcast in this episode. We have been building a goodie box of free giveaways to give to our first confirmed listener that does not know either of the hosts.
0: Call it, we, And we call it our listener prime. Our listener and by the, prime. And by the way, if you go to our Facebook page, it's at WhatAboutNowPod at Facebook, I have posted the complete list of what is in the goodie box.
1: And it's a wonderful assortment of goodies. And by a,
0: wonderful, he means really useless crap.
1: Usually, yes, yes. But you know what? Hey, free's free. <laughs> and who doesn't like getting free stuff?
0: You mean like venereal diseases? Those are free.
1: <laughs> well, you, they're kind of fun to get.
0: I guess it really depends if it's, like, a prison-acquired venereal disease. Or... <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> there are always exceptions, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, I don't know. Or uh, something. I don't know. Anyway, so.
1: So, yes. So, Prime Listener, listen. Listen for the phrase that pays. Send us an email at...
0: Email. No, 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 we, uh, no. No, we, we don't do this. We have to do this later on the show. No, no because, see, when I'm afraid... Jumping gun. When I'm jump afraid...
1: What I'm afraid is that we're not getting listeners listening long enough to entice them. So I want to get rid of some of this business up front, so that way they can listen in for the phrase that pays. I want them to know what's coming.
0: So you want to give them everything with the phrase. but okay, just to like, like in in a nutshell, uh, we're looking for like uh, an audience member to be like the everyman that we can talk to and address and ask questions and like get suggestions from and opinions from and the only rule is is that it has to be somebody that we don't know that we've never met it can't be something we somebody we've ever met you know and like, obviously it's not a family member or a friend but like exactly. so like we want to get a, a, a complete stranger a complete somebody stranger. we've it could know could be a could be a friend of a friend as long as we've never met this person yes. so that's what we're looking for and so and then of course our show's email is Darren and Ted at com d-a-r-n a-n-d-t-e t-d at com minus the stutter um and then, so the, so, if you listen long enough, you get the phrase of pays. You send us the phrase of pays, and then you become our listener prime. And then the fun ensues.
1: Exactly. So I want to entice people. I want to do this kind of this housekeeping at the beginning this time because okay. we we've, we've put it all to the end. And something's not working. I don't know if people are not listening. I don't know if people are only listening to part. Maybe they get to the part where, oh, this guy's talking about Deep Space Nine. I have no interest. They turn off the podcast. Or maybe they get to the part where I really don't care about this guy's trip to so-and-so. I'm going to turn off the podcast. Who knows? Or maybe they are in the car for 30 minutes, and they listen for 30 minutes, and they just can't listen anymore, and they forget to come back to us. But whatever the reason— maybe,
0: just maybe, just maybe, we're getting like hundreds of listeners a week— but they get about halfway through the show and they kill themselves. Every single one of them. <laughs> they can only take about half an hour of us and they just and they kill themselves through every form of suicide known to man.
1: Well, then that's good news for me because according to Dante and the Catholic religion, suicide is a cardinal sin. Which would send them straight to hell where we've established as last podcast, <laughs> hell is on my team. So yeah. go team Darren. Let's build those ranks.
0: And we should hear from them, actually. <laughs> As you know, by and by the way, say hi to Charlie Manson for me.
1: Yes, us. say hi to Chuck.
0: Yes. Uh, let's see. So now that I'm completely, completely uh, disheveled right now, what, what were we talking about? I was talking. We were going to talk a little about Hanukkah.
1: Yes, we were going. We were going to indulge. You were going to to uh, to indulge us with with Hanukkah stories, which I am. Unfortunately, only kind of somewhat versed in.
0: Although well, no, uh, I...
1: although I do have a cute cute little anecdote for you. Uh, my five-year-old daughter uh, went up to me uh, the other day and says, Daddy, I learned about a menorah at school. And I'm like, oh, cool. What's a menorah? It's a thing that holds eight candles. I'm like, really? Who, who uses it? Uh, it's for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, people that celebrate Christmas like us. It's people in other countries.
0: It's okay. Well, I'll, give her, I'll give her a pass. Christmas in other countries. Yes. Especially maybe like one particular country on the Mediterranean. Maybe one of those countries. Yeah. yeah
1: I'm sure it's big in Iran. So,
0: One of those countries that uh, some other countries around that area don't acknowledge exists. <laughs> You know Um, know who I'm talking about, Saudi Arabia. (laughs)
1: Looking at you.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) looking at you, Iran.
1: Yes, yes. So I I, I tried to correct her a little bit. I said, you know Uncle Ted? She goes, who? (laughs) (laughs) I said, remember, we went to the bookstore and met his daughter. She's like, oh. I said, he's Jewish and he celebrates Hanukkah.
0: Again, again. I don't celebrate Hanukkah like I don't like. They're not happy Hanukkahs. I just partake in it. Okay. Okay. And, and let me let me explain why. Because like so, growing up, I, um, I, I, gosh, where do I start? Where do I start? No, I, I you know, I, I was exposed to both, you know, Christianity and Judaism growing up because, um, my well, let's see, I mean, my my folks were never really terribly religious. Well, on my mom's side, a little bit like not religious but like I, I remember with my mom um doing the menorah a few times but then um my dad got remarried to uh, a a again christian and then it was it was like church city it was like going to church it was and so um besides going to church obviously we celebrated christmas and and actually my mom kind of celebrated Christmas. but We sort of did both. And so it was a combination. So I was i was never really one or the other. I got exposed to both Christmas and Hanukkah. And, um, you know, fast forward, 10, 20, 50 years, whatever. You know, the religious aspect of the holidays dropped off. And I never really did anything. I did nothing for Hanukkah. And I celebrated Christmas, but strictly like the, hey, get together with my friends, exchange gifts, have some fun. But, you know, completely removed any sort of religious involvement or connotation with that right and then because and so, I basically I don't you know I don't partake in any religion um, and that might be kind of confusing to some people because you know, the Judaism is considered it, it can or like to say the Jewish people can, can be considered both a people and a religion because i'm I'm not religious but I, I consider myself ethnically Jewish correct um so it, it, it's just a whole bunch of mess and confusion. But so the, here's where it gets tricky. Now, fast forward to my present life, where my wife, who is Jewish, but she grew up a little bit more religious. She got bat mitzvahed, and um, she wants my daughter to be a little bit more, a little bit more Jewish, and so more like the, the tradition aspect, not necessarily the religion or the God aspect of it, but just like you know, these are traditions that people, a people have been doing for many thousands of years it's like you know we all we all like the candles to commemorate you know the i guess the maccabees the uh and i i i'm i'm totally cool with exactly one holiday which is um rosh hashanah which is new year because it's just the fucking new year it's just hey we're changing the number on the calendar right right so I'm, I'm down with, like, you know, happy, I say happy Jew year, yeah. You know? And I always make the same joke every year, because, like, it's something like 5770 or something. I don't even know what the year is, but, like, every time we have the New Year, I go, oh, it's 5771. I gotta, I keep writing 5770 on my checks, you know? So I, just, I make that same joke every and,
1: year. And I'm really pissed, because I really would have expected flying cars by 5770. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
0: but it's, yeah. Oh, so
1: man. So you don't celebrate Hanukkah as much as begrudgingly trudge through Hanukkah?
0: I, I do trudge through Hanukkah. I we light the candles. <clears throat> we're, in the, we're in the midst of the sixth day of lighting the candles. And uh, it really annoys me because, like, you're supposed to say a prayer because you, you recite a prayer when you light the candles, and I do not. I do not say the prayer because that I am against that. I mean, At, it's no. prayers. And so my wife does it, and then she's like, hey, let's say it. And she kind of encourages my daughter to do it, but I don't stand there. I stand there and go, oh, that, those are lovely candles, and I do not recite the band. I will not. And my wife respects that, and you know, I, I guess she, she wants me to also not make a stink and just like let my daughter be exposed to a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's fine. So clearly there's no Christmas. We don't celebrate Christmas. There's no – we're not going to do anything special on Christmas – you know we now so it's kind of bumming me out because there's so many cool things going on right now related to the related to christmas for example we um we were in target recently and there was the coolest goddamn toy it was a santa claus it was like a like a maybe a two three inch plastic santa claus he was climbing up and down a ladder okay like, this was a little battery-powered toy, or whatever, where the Santa was just climbing up down the ladder. And, like, it's like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing, you know? And my daughter's like, oh, look at look at the cute little Santa. But, like, trying not to draw too much attention to it. It's like, it's like she's like, oh, what is that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's like, honey, is it okay that I like describe what Santa is or anything? And it's like, I'm like, so it's like, it's mostly, like, avoidance. Like, but the, And, like, you see all these really cute toys yeah. related to Santa. Or, like, we were Dunkin' Donuts. And there was, like, this little display with, like, a little train going a circle. It was, like, an ornament. Sort of a large ornament with a train going a circle. And, like, on the train, like, Santa was sticking its head out the window. I'm like, that's so cute. But, like... I, like you know just it's just really bothering me that I can't point that out or like oh check out that wonderful thing. I don't know who that guy is, but he's really wonder- you know, he's really cute, you know.
1: <laughs> but uh now here's a question. Why why I understand not celebrating Christmas. That's that's not her background or her faith, but why like go to such lengths to like pretend it doesn't exist.
0: I mean, I I'm just sort of trying to figure out what the line is here because like for example today we were at a diner and there was a you know uh like a, a five probably like a four or five foot tall santa and i guess my wife is finally getting to the department like well that's santa but we don't celebrate that but like it's just i i want to have fun i want to be like okay it's santa claus and it's, it's obviously to do with christmas but it's just cool looking it's, like, it's just some fat guy in a, yeah. in a bright colored suit <laughs> you know
1: Exactly, and it and, and it, actually, Santa, I don't think has really any religious connotation whatsoever.
0: Yes, I'm sure. Yes, I agree. Saint Saint Nicholas has absolutely no religious connotation. Saint, I think you got me on yeah. that one. But, you got me but, on but, that one. But
1: who refers to Santa Claus as Saint Nicholas anymore? Honestly, <laughs> seriously. Yes, we can go back to the to the, the the foundings of all of these these religious things and 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 go over then how. Oh the Christmas tree is a pagan holiday for solstice or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, But I agree that's with that. but that's not what modern interpretation of it is and it's not what it's used for now. Okay, let me
0: let me let me just throw this out. And I might be right, I might be wrong on this, but even the word Santa, like for example, take oh I don't know, a lot of cities in California that are named, you know, cuz they were at one you know, they were named by the Spaniards who What colonized the West Coast before, you know, it was acquired by, you know, the United States. You know, (coughs) Santa Cruz, Santa Clara. Can you can you think of any other?
1: Uh, Yes, I understand. But are you really? So do you think perhaps Santa
0: was actually Italian for Saint?
1: Are you are you really trying to argue that Santa Claus is a religious figure?
0: You mean like now nowadays?
1: That's exactly what we I've been saying. Yes, nowadays. Santa. is santa saying, claus a religious figure
0: is he a religious figure no, santa not. he is not a religious probably figure. probably not but you just have to look like so shallow to see, you know to see like even in his name and it's for Christmas. clearly but, it's associated with christmas what, what clearly th- clearly he's associated with christmas to,
1: yes he is associated with christmas i'm not denying that but what i'm saying is santa claus in and of himself is not a religious figure it it it, no. it, it can't it operates devoid of religious connotation in modern society
0: but I mean okay so yeah. so what was the point you're trying to make so why why shouldn't I be able to like have yeah, more fun no, with I mean, Santa yeah, Claus it, for my daughter That's right. a great question and I ask my wife that question all the time because <laughs> like, because I, 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 like there's just some really enjoyable stuff related to Christmas like the mu- I love the music. I love um, the lights. I love the the Santa Claus. I mean, I mean, I absolutely adore. I think two couple of my favorite Beatles or or solo Beatles songs are like McCartney's Christmas song, John Lennon's Christmas song. Those are, those are both amazing songs, you know.
1: Yes, yes, no, I agree. I agree.
0: And uh, I, so mean, I have no cause, cause I we... have no uh, no I have no problem with it. I like yeah. so uh, before hanging out with my wife, I would. Not celebrate Christmas, but, like, uh, use it as an excuse to get, you know, to hang out with my friends and exchange gag gifts yeah. and just have a good time. But, but, like, completely devoid of religion. But, like, uh, my wife will have none of that, right? So, there's we're not going to, you know, it's just going to be the 25th of December. Right. Well, not, and, not, and nothing, I, yeah, and nothing, I, and nothing not, else.
1: Again, I'm not saying celebrate Christmas as, 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 as you know, as Jewish Jewish members of the Jewish faith, or your wife's a member of the Jewish faith. I understand you're not, and but you're ethnically Jewish. I'm not arguing to, to, to celebrate Christmas. But, you know, I, it's like, just like not acknowledging its existence is a little odd to me. It's like, I don't celebrate Hanukkah, but I don't mind talking about the menorah, you know.
0: it's It's so hard to, because like literally last week, there was a parade of fire rescue vehicles. There was a fire engine and, like, four fire rescue vehicles with all their lights and horns blaring. And there was a guy dressed as Santa Claus on top of the fire engine driving around our neighborhood. <laughs> How do you explain that? It's like, I don't, exactly. I don't know what that is. There, there must be a fire somewhere in the neighborhood. You
1: know, maybe wait for her to be a little older and then you can have, like, a little bit more mature discussions. You know, that's, I, I guess that's and, that's... and that's where I'm at because... In my house, I have absolutely no religious affiliation whatsoever. So Christmas has always been just a secular holiday for me. There's it, it, well, it hasn't always been that way, but ever since I've been able to make my own decisions, <laughs> it's been that way for yeah. me. And uh, so, so that's why I'm I'm like there's no absolute religious connotation to Santa Claus in modern America. I, I would agree, whatsoever.
0: but like my, my wife complete my wife completely disagrees with it. And as far as she's concerned, Christmas is dead to her. It just doesn't, you know. I I guess she's okay with like acknowledging that that is Santa Claus, but she oh, it, like the next sentence is always, "But we don't celebrate that." Yeah, that's and that's um, fine. Yeah. But that's... then, but then on the other hand, on the other hand, don't lest you think that we're having a very boring time. Um, she is really selling the shit out of Hanukkah. She's making it so awesome.
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs>
0: That it'd like she'd be like my daughter's gonna be like well fuck Christmas when's Hanukkah you know, cause like every night, um we're doing musical so we're doing musical instrument theme this year so cause we we just wrapped up our, our music class or like you know our toddler music class and it's, like every night we're getting given her like a, di- a little a, a different you know child musical instrument like you know a little it was like a a pack of like twenty a variety pack of like here shakers and maracas and tambourines et cetera, triangles and so, like every night we're giving her a couple musical instruments. We're gonna we're gonna finish things off with like a a toddler guitar, like a little toy okay. guitar. Good. But no, no. She, so we're really we're really um, going all out so that it's not that she's gonna feel left out and be like, yeah, I'm really making out. I'm really getting some awesome shit for her. <laughs> you know, so so I, So you know we're so you know there's that she has that going for us. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's just annoying, because I don't want to deal with it.
1: Uh. <laughs> you, you grudgingly trudge through Hanukkah.
0: <laughs> Trudging through Hanukkah, day sick. Um, let's see. I mean, just, I there's just there's just awesome. like the lights. Like we were at, uh, so like we had a whirlwind. And there's nothing interesting about the story other than the fact that so we had a whirlwind weekend tour to, uh, to New Jersey and Philadelphia and back, just because. We went up there to celebrate. Um, it was more like an early uh, ce- birthday celebration for the mother-in-law. But um, we had a snow on Friday. So that was, uh, that was fun, you know, being a former Floridian. And so snow is still a novel thing to me. So, like, we, we had a plan to, like, leave, like, Friday afternoon. But then, like, because of snow, we wanted to avoid the storm, be avoid being on the road during the snowstorm. Not really snowstorm, just the drizzling. So it was like, okay, so, like, my wife gets me up at like 8 o'clock. It's like, I had this wonderful Friday plan. I took the day off of work. And I'm like, okay, Friday morning, I'm going to relax, going to do some laundry, going to do whatever, um, pack up the car, have a lovely lunch, and then we're gonna around 1 o'clock, we're going to drive up to New Jersey. I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, and my wife's like, well, honey, so it, it seems like the snowstorm's going to be hitting the road like around 1 o'clock. We're going to go ahead and leave in an hour from now. I'm like, shit, there goes my... <laughs> and it wasn't too much panic cuz i i packed the night before but uh it was it was a kind of a bummer because i did not have my relaxing friday morning to do whatever you know yeah yeah but uh um so then we drove up a lovely lovely couple inches of snow hung out in jersey um not the yeah, nothing interesting I mean, other than the fact that I've been glued... This is, like, another depressing story. But like, I was, like, glued to the internet all day because of the craziness going on with, the, like, the Bitcoin. We can talk maybe talk about that in a second. I don't oh, want to get too Jesus. much into that. But, uh, and then, like, today, we uh, we drove down... This morning we got up, drove down to Philly, uh, hung out a little bit with the father-in-law, watched the dolphins lose spectacularly. Oh, my God. And, uh, and then came down. So, you know, I got home this evening. So I had a lovely evening in the... I don't know what you'd call that area—the in the New Jersey, Philadelphia, Southern New Jersey area—but um, it's glued, glued to my phone, looking at like the wild fluctuations of the Bitcoin and trying not to slip my wrists <laughs> because I, it was a, a massive missed opportunity for me many years ago. <sighs> but uh, uh, it's crazy. So what? what crazy. So
1: when, when did you decide to look at Bitcoin years ago, and what was the price then?
0: Oh, it's just that it's it's not really I can cons- I never really considered buying it or anything. It's just I've known about it because I'm in the tech industry, and so I've I've known about it for years. But the only I I, I even remember. So let me let me clue you in on. I remember a distinct conversation I had somebody had with somebody back in 2012. It was uh it was a, uh, it was a hotel desk clerk because I used to stay, I used to live in Orlando and commute to work in Melbourne which is about an hour, 2 hour round trip and so um the drive kind of weird on me so like maybe one day a week i would just stay in a like a real cheap motel like an ex- suburban extended stay like a 50 like a fifty sixty dollar a night hotel just like you know i'm going to take a break not commute tonight So i think i don't, like i worked from home one day and then i stayed over one night just because the drive was really wearing on me right right so get so like take a break go to the gym over there just you know a little bit like, kind of unwind a little bit. And so I would would get to know the hotel clerks because I would would be a regular there. And I remember one guy, we used to have these, like, tech conversations, and I would talk about Bitcoin a little bit because, like, I just, you know, I read the tech news, read the tech blogs. Right. And um, one time he told me that a friend of his decided to go all in and do Bitcoin mining. It's like, and at the time, I I didn't realize that that was, I thought that was the only way he could acquire Bitcoin was by like getting yourself one or 10 computers, you know, beefy computers and like basically running, you're running calculations, running um, the CPU and it, it you know, you, you, by solving math problems, you essentially like create a Bitcoin or you find the next, but that's what they call it mining because like you find the next Bitcoin. So at the time that's the only reason, the only way I thought you could do it, but you know, had no clue till, um, you know, recently Many years later, that you could actually just buy them. You could, there are things called exchanges where you just go like give somebody money, and they would give you pretend money. <laughs> and, uh, and so that was my missed opportunity because I've known about this for years, but like it's only recently that I, like the past couple years I started. and I was like, oh my god, now they're worth like five, six hundred bucks each now. You know, again, they're always sort of there's always a story because like just a couple years ago there was a um, a story about this online. Like they call it the dark web, and like the, it was called the Silk Road this like anything goes kinda dark web website where you, there was like this giant massive um drug selling operation, <laughs> and uh, they people paid in bitcoins and and then you know just following that over the years and like how it came and went and uh so like bitcoin's bitcoin's always been kind of in the tech news over the years, and then so literally this year it's gone crazy it started out the year. A thousand dollars each, and like it started out Saturday as seventeen thousand dollars by the end of Saturday, it was like at nineteen thousand, and then this morning it was down to eighteen, and now it's back up to nineteen. It's like, ugh. and I'm just thinking about like the missed opportunity. Like, I would have had I could have, like a million dollars in the bank had I been like just like bothered to have been like, oh, let me just you know, because like it was like ten bucks, right? When I first knew about it, it was ten, they were ten bucks, so I could have like just like. So like, yeah, hey, let me just let me throw a little bit of money at it just yeah. for shits and giggles.
1: We buy five hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, but uh, it's a, you know. But then again, it's like, I'm, I'm so I'm trying to cheer myself up and like, well, had I actually acquired those Bitcoin, I probably would have sold some of them off because when it hit like a thousand bucks or something, I would have yeah. been like, shit, I'm gonna cash some of these in, right? So it's like. So then, it's like I'm trying to really just talk myself out, off the ledge at this exactly. point. Like, okay, I wouldn't have made a million dollars. I would have made a couple hundred thousand dollars, and so, you know, so uh, you know, so trying to lessen the blow. But
1: how is this sustainable? Is is this?
0: No, no, absolutely not. Not, it's not, not just the
1: price, but even this concept—is it sustainable?
0: It is. It is because when people when it wasn't actually traded so much and worth so much people were actually using it to buy shit right like and it was a, just a novel thing it was like a decentralized currency that people could buy shit and
1: but now it's failed completely unless you want to give me a car for a bitcoin nobody's going to be using it to
0: it well it's not only that it's not only though well first of all it's it's still a currency that has like a to a millionth decimal places right so, so you you can, can, you can still buy you can buy like a thousandth or whatever i think i don't even know what it is you could probably even buy like a 100 a millionth of a bitcoin or something okay. so it's still you can still use it the problem is that so many people are using it 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 it, it doesn't scale and so it it doesn't now ser- actually function it doesn't serve the one purpose which it's supposed to do is like using it as a currency because so many people are using it and it's so slow but like it, but, the, but
1: the currency lacks stability too Something that's, oh yeah, that's yeah, the,
0: yeah that's the other yeah. thing. There's no stability, and so like yeah. it's wildly fluctuating, and also it's so slow now because there's so many people using it, and it cannot support the the massive amount of of trade or usage on the network, essentially. And so it's not fast, and it's not stable, and so literally it's nothing but this this imaginary thing that people are speculating on wildly that it's going to keep going up, and it's it's like now not useful as anything else.
1: And when it crashes, it's going to crash hard. I mean, we're talking about it's going to go, like, plummeting when it does crash.
0: Except that the scary thing is that just today, it's funny that we're doing a podcast, because just today, they um, started, some exchange started selling Bitcoin futures, meaning that you're not just buying and selling Bitcoins, but you're buying and selling contracts based upon the speculation of whether it's going to go up or down.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's 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 exactly like the same path is the... Like um, the housing market, where mm-hmm. you're speculating, you, uh, just all just the shenanigans that went on right, with that, right. and um, it will amplify. Like if if it's a bubble crash, it will amplify the losses because it's just uh, whatever. So it's like it's getting worse. But like, now today, literally today is the day where like you could you could buy a future where you could short and you could long it. You can uh, you can essentially bet that's going to go up or bet that's going to go down.
1: Right. But I, I would guess that the good news at this point in time though, is that if the, not if, when this does crash, this is a very limited problem on an economic scale. I mean, unlike the housing bubble where it really affects every single person in America one way or the other, around the world one way or the other, Bitcoin is not widely distributed. In fact, I think I read somewhere that like a very small amount of people own like 80% of it
0: right but because it's worth so much so many people the reason why it's worth so much is because everybody your average joe is getting in on the action
1: not this average joe (laughs)
0: like my brother-in-law he's like i just bought a bitcoin he's like i just bought 0.005 percent oh he spent a hundred hundred bucks okay he got a 0.05 that's exactly it and it's just so many parallels to like the Great Depression, where like somebody, some rich guy knew it was time to get out of the stock market when the shoe I, sh- I his s- shoeshine boy was talking about how he was in the stock market.
1: Yeah, I, I, still, I would still think that people buying Bitcoin, it's still limited. So,
0: all right, well, I don't, I don't know enough about and, 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 how many, but it's and just trust me, if let
1: me, trust me, if you lose a hundred bucks on Bitcoin, that's not the same as losing fifty percent of your house value. Which,
0: Except that you see the crazy stories about the people. There is a crazy story about the guy in the Netherlands, who sold his house and moved his family into the woods and took all the money he put it in Bitcoin.
1: Well, there's always going to be crazy stories, and those people are going to be hurt. But that's still not the vast majority. I think. I think this yeah, is okay. a. I would. I would. You. You wouldn't agree that this is a, going to be a much more localized. Uh, economic problem than many of the other. This isn't like. This isn't like this isn't like the tech bubble where, where, where every you know the, the stock market was so dependent on, 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 on tech companies in the late 90s and the early 2000s and this isn't definitely like the housing market which underscores pretty much all the wealth of the majority of Americans. This is a, a fringe thing that most people didn't hear about till like a month ago. And
0: then yeah, f- except that and then, how and long? No, the question here is how long does it go on? If it bu- if the bubble crashes soon, as opposed to if it goes on for so long that the bubble keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and sucking more and more people in. That's so. The question is, we don't know yet the, the how big the calamity is going to be because we don't know how long it's going to go on.
1: Could be. I mean, but I to me it doesn't sound like it can go on much longer. <laughs> I mean, I, I this this to me sounds like one of those candles that burns bright and burns quick. You know, it, it came on real quick and it's going to go away real quick. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm not a, an economic genius by any any stretch of the imagination. But I, I can't see how anybody with the least bit of common sense can think that this is going to be sustainable for very long. And I think that lack of faith in the in, in the, well, the, in the, the, the product cool thing itself is that it would be enough to kill it.
0: The cool thing is that the, uh, the Wall Street analysts... Eighty-five out of eighty-seven of them, and some whatever that I just read said, said, yeah, it's a bubble. So like, people are kind of advertise. People are exactly. aware. I mean, if, that affected as a bubble. Let's you know?
1: let's take a look at the like, just tech kind of taking looking at the last two bubbles we've had in our economy. I think the tech bubble, a lot of people could buy into that because you know the internet was the way of the future, and and it obviously was. So a lot of people thought that that was so well grounded on a on a technological scale and, and for the future of the world economy that there was no way that that could go bad and that did and then when the, the when real estate you know went bad we've been told for years I remember hearing ever since like back in high school when they're talking about economics the one thing that always holds its value is real estate because what yeah. they're never making more of it that's the one thing they're never gonna make anything any more of is real estate so you know land and real estate always hold its value and your home is your biggest source of personal wealth as an American American uh, citizen so always try to buy a house and things like that and so I think we bought that that lie for so long that that was that was easy for people to to manipulate that and for us to to to, to get caught in that trap but this from the get-go, seems like a trap for anybody who has just like at least a little idea of how economics works and how how um how things you know work in the world and, and have been able to observe the past you know ten or twenty years of American economics. I think most people should be able to say this is not a sustainable thing. To me, this is the one thing this is most likened to is is tulips in in Holland back in the 1500s when that became like the one of the first known bubbles in 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 world economic history so i to me this is is tulips all over again
0: so it's exactly that this comes up over and over again but people people are people man i mean people get sucked into bubbles i mean maybe maybe this one won't last as long we can hope this won't last as long and it won't uh it won't hurt as bad right
1: I, but, uh, my, my my poor economic advice to anyone listening to the podcast is if you've got some money lying around and you want to do something with it over the holidays, you want to invest, don't put it into Bitcoin. Put it in the stock market because the one thing the Republican tax bill is going to do outside of kill the middle class over the next 20 years is it is going to cause corporate profits to surge. And the stock market will respond accordingly and you're going to see really high gains for the next year or so.
0: It'll, uh, all come,
1: it'll all come crashing down eventually as well, <laughs> but for right now, I think the long-term uh, effect of the of this tax bill will, will help the market more, and I trust that more, at least for the next year or so, than I do Bitcoin.
0: Okay, so there we now conclude um, our brand new segment, which was, in fact, the, uh, what about now, Investment Corner. So there you go. So then... That's the last week we had two segments. I, I, th- I, recall, thought, I, had... Thought,
1: I thought the name of the segment was Darren talks emphatically about something he really knows very little about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that that's pretty much every uh, investment corner <laughs> and every cable news show.
1: This is true. Did, did, but, I, uh, am I any more ridiculous than Jim Cramer? I don't think so. So
0: you need more buttons that make noises. <laughs> woo, 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 woo! <laughs> Um, okay, so remember last week we had the segments, we had this week in tinfoil hats, and we had the mailbag, and so let's see, this week we have our segment, we had our investment quarter, what about our investment quarter, and um, we have a, a new slash old segment, because we talked about discontinued foods, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to officially give the name of the segment to, you know, to the Discontinued Food Watch.
1: Discontinued Food Watch.
0: Yes, disappearing the Disappearing Foods. Um, the thing that's also known the as
1: This is, Week in Salmonella. Wait, what? <laughs> because most of the disappearing foods you buy are expiring and you buy them anyway, so
0: Yeah, but it's not really salmonella.
1: I know. I it was it was a joke. It was humor. Okay. Yes, we can go into right. a big rant about how expiration dates are usually a lie. It's all good.
0: Oh uh, yeah, they're all a lie. Yes. Which which will then we would we would then be back to our tinfoil hat segment. Then, okay. <laughs> now let's stick. we I do I don't wanna drift segments here. Um God, so the cool thing, since let's let's bring it all together, um, you know, trying to try to polish that turn, so like, every time we go to New Jersey for the weekend, it's generally not fun, but I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but that the one shining light is that I can get this one particular drink that only seems to be available, bes- probably Amazon, besides Amazon, is uh, ShopRite. ShopRite, that's near my mother-in-law's house. In Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. Carries this one. It's a. It's a. So Vita Coco. Are you familiar with the Vita Coco coconut water?
1: Yes, I, I. have seen it. I do not care for coconut flavor, taste, texture anyway. So, I've never really given it much thought.
0: Okay. Have you ever seen the Vita Coco cafe?
1: Uh no, I have not.
0: Ah, so this is coconut water, with coffee. It says coffee and coconut water. Okay. It's a lovely. It's a lovely combination. And that
1: will um, not
0: make me like coconut better, but okay. Um so when we go to, there's this one particular flavor, it's the it's the Vita Coco Cafe. And I've only seen the I used to see the vanilla flavor. There was like three flavors. There was like a regular, uh, a mocha, and a vanilla. And mocha they stopped making. And according to whatever website, apparently the other two they still made. And I could only get the vanilla flavor up in New Jersey. And so I'm like the one thing I look forward to. For that three-hour or whatever drive, was like, ooh, I could get another half a dozen of these vanilla-flavored coconut water. <laughs> then I'm starting to get nervous now because um, they had the regular flavor at the stores here, okay. at home, and then that started disappearing. And then, as I've been going up there to New Jersey and getting the coconut water, I noticed that the expiration dates haven't been getting newer. Oh, <laughs> it's oh like this time and last time. There's, I'm still buying the ones with the March expiration date, which leads me to believe that they're not making more of them. Oh, now I'm stocking. starting to panic. Yeah. So now this week in disappearing food, the Vita Coco Cafe, I really enjoy it, and uh, I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> and then oh, and then the other one which has disappeared, the Starbucks Double Shot Energy, which is like it's like their energy drink, which is like a coffee. Okay. It's not just a double shot, but it's like it's like a big, it's like their version of like a yeah. Like a Monster Energy drink, okay. Starbucks, but there's they still have a lot of them. Right. But they stopped the hazelnut flavor. Oh. Oh, I'd love the hazelnut flavor. <laughs> anyway, so that has been this week in disappearing Foods.
1: <laughs> so basically, I think we can determine that whatever your taste is, it's very far from mainstream because you seem to like things that keep getting discontinued.
0: Um. Well. <sighs> Well, I mean, like the Starbucks drinks, there's still 12 other flavors that are very popular. It's just this one flavor that went away. No, well, coconut your favorite, water.
1: Your favorite, so. <clears throat>
0: um, The <laughs> coconut water. Coconut water is massively popular right now. It's just that it, maybe it's just the coffee coconut water. There's still other ones. Like, there's, like, these weird brands. I can go to, like, the local store, and there's, like, a weird coffee coconut water drink that's, like, a completely different brand. I can still buy it, but it's not quite as good. Right. But uh so it's just making me nervous, man. Well, um, you need to
1: start mainstreaming your taste, man. You know, it's like
0: No, absolutely not. I will not I know I will I will not compromise my integrity. Just <laughs> just to, to fit in with society. I'm the only sane when everybody else is insane. Wow,
1: that's <laughs> I agree that pretty much everybody's insane. Yeah. I would not call you sane.
0: Not everybody's insane. Just the fools buying Bitcoin. <laughs> well, the, but, the uh, fools buying,
1: buying Bitcoin now. The ones that bought Bitcoin okay. ten years ago or five years ago, or whatever, they're doing all right. So
0: they're laughing at us <laughs> while lighting their cigars with hundred dollar bills. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> um,
1: just, just kind of a little one little side note of, of, of Bitcoin. And uh, I, I watch this show. I know it's it's popular with the masses and a lot of people. Who, really crap on it. And it hasn't been that good for quite a while, but I still watch it. I I do watch the Big Bang Theory. And to to tell you how volatile Bitcoin is, they did an episode, I think it was just two weeks ago, where the guys realized that they had mined some Bitcoin and it's on a flash drive somewhere. And in Mm -hmm. the episode, they talk about how Bitcoin was now valued at around $5,000. So in the time it took from the episode to be written and filmed and, and and broadcast to you know to when it was broadcast bitcoin went up from like $5,000 to like $17,000 in that like yeah. that amount of time so that just tells you how volatile it is so.
0: just it was probably filmed early this year
1: yeah i'm sure i'm sure it was probably filmed over the summer or early fall or whatever but you know it, it was just oh, man. Bro, it was broadcast just a, a, a few weeks ago and already bitcoin was in the in the teens as far as value so yeah that's not sustainable not at all alright so I got
0: one more story before I forget I got one more little Hanukkah story and then I think we should transition to our final topic because there's all kinds of fun with that but um, I was at um, we had this little like work um, like work dinner a couple weeks ago and uh, a German restaurant was chosen and um, it always just kind of makes me I don't know what it is (laughs) like I just like I'm not terribly at ease of, like eating at a German restaurant now. It took me the longest like, it took me many years to even set foot in a German restaurant. That's
1: a shame because because the, the German Restaurant Pavilion in, in in Epcot kicks ass, let me tell you. So I've
0: walked I've walked through there many times, you know. Um yeah, even at the Food and Wine Fest, we used to stop at the little German food. Okay, so first of all, after my wife finally got me to go to the German restaurant in town, and I discovered that I really don't like German food, so like I'm I'm glad because I would be very self hating if I went there and I'd be like this is delicious. It's
1: like very sausage based.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sausage based. Like everything is like vinegar dressing yeah, and yeah. like non mayonnaise potato salad. Yeah. But uh,
1: it's it's not going like, to beat out Italian food anytime soon.
0: No, but so we went there. And actually, I had a little bit better time than usual because, um, uh, the, the, kind of the pendulum swings back and forth. For many years, I wasn't eating beef at all. And then now I eat a little bit of beef, not too much. Then I'm like, well, we're at the German restaurant. There's some beef sausage. All right, I'll take a bite. Oh, it's delicious, yeah. And, uh, I don't even remember what I got. I got some salad or something, whatever. But, uh, and so I had a lovely time and hung out with my coworkers. And, um,. And then I noticed, as we were walking out, that, of course, this is the holidays. They had a giant Christmas tree. And they had the gall to have a menorah at the German restaurant. (laughs) And again, I'm trying to keep an open mind. I'm like, okay, now, let me just take you through my thought process. Okay. Now, it's a German restaurant, but we're not in Germany. We're in America. And even though I might be made uncomfortable by, like, the thought of Germany... I would never have any ill will towards any German American or even a German immigrant because that's like somebody who has chosen to come to America and be part of the melting pot right. and you know so like I would never ha- you know I would never you know give a second look to like you know like a German who's moved to America you know right. cuz like but um but you know, again so just still feeling a little bit uncomfortable in a German or something but then like Again, so just remember, we're in America, and it's 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 a German American restaurant, mm-hmm. and like, okay, they're trying to, you know, trying to be inclusive like everybody else in America. We're gonna put up our Christmas tree, and we're gonna put up our menorah. But it's like, but just, guys, come on! I mean, come on! A fucking menorah, well, a menorah at the German restaurant. I mean, just I don't know if that's too soon or not.
1: But what if the what if the owner is of Jewish descent? He's a German Jewish descent. Maybe his. I'm not buying it. Grandparents. I'm not buying. It. Over fleeing from. The Nazi party, you
0: know? Yeah, I'm just not buying that. Not for one fucking second. <laughs> I don't think you would have a German restaurant. Why you, you, you want to know what a restaurant run by a German Jew is called? It's called a deli, you dumb fuck. It's called Katz's Delicatessen.
1: <laughs> Maybe he decided to go with a different niche. There's a lot of delis, you know? You were in Jersey, correct? No, this is here in town, oh, here okay. In okay, This Okay, this is in Baltimore.
0: Anyways. So, uh, and then my boss, who has a really funny sense of humor, points out that it's right above, the menorah was right above the gas fireplace, so it's like...
1: Oh, now that's too soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, he has... It's okay, because we, we joke about that. He has <laughs> a really good sense of humor. <laughs> I have... Yeah, it's like, yeah, it did, did not bother me at all, because, like, we have... Whatever, but... uh
1: uh so you you discount the possibility that there's some Jewish descent in the owner of that restaurant.
0: I do. Okay. I will I would like to see some proof. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe he thought the menorah was enough.
0: Well, no. First, of, no. It was no, oh, no, no. It's one of those pity menorahs. It's like oh, it's
1: a pity menorah.
0: <laughs> it's a pity menorah where you put up the Christmas tree and you're like, oh, we got to put up a menorah otherwise, we're <laughs> there's gonna be trouble. You know, one of those, you know, the lawyers and you know, who has lawyers? to choose. <laughs> They're gonna send a season assist or whatever.
1: <laughs> but maybe shouldn't it be like? You know, the law should be that. All people of German descent must display a menorah now. You know it's—you're never gonna make it right, but you gotta start somewhere. So <laughs> you have to have a menorah in all businesses all the time.
0: Except that it feels like it's like—it's just like no, nah, it's—it's not enough. It's like really, we don't want your stupid pity. Yeah, take <laughs> the menorah down, please. <laughs> menorah yeah. i'm perfectly fine just yeah i wandered in here i'll enjoy some beef sausage there's a lovely christmas tree <laughs> okay I, 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 check please yeah just let me get okay
1: get the grapefruit beer that's awesome grapefruit beer is awesome
0: but uh just i don't know i'm t- trying to keep an open mind again this is german american restaurant and it's lovely people i'm sure
1: <laughs> and, well it,
0: but then, uh, then like i wouldn't even consider like I was in a in a restaurant in Germany, I couldn't even get my head around that. Like, you know. Well, the, the, that's not that's not the situation here.
1: I I would have to say, and and and, just looking at it now, um. We have a bigger Nazi problem in America than they do in Germany right now. They have like outlawed like all <laughs> Nazi symbolism, all Nazi paraphernalia. Like, you can't have that shit in Germany. They, that's outlawed. It is illegal to have it. We got the fuckers marching in Charlottesville, right? It's, they're, they're, yeah. they're, there's a bigger Nazi problem right now in America than there is in Germany. So I don't know how you want to take that. I'm just saying you might want to think going to Germany is a better idea than you think it is. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't too many of them. It's just that because, I mean, I, I always get encouraged by, like, the massive counter-protesters that show up.
1: Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, look. I'm not saying that Nazis are around every corner, but there there's more than I'm comfortable with. You know, like, one is too many. You know? <laughs> there, I, there's definitely more than I'm comfortable with. Yes, and we do get massive counter-protesters, but the fact of the matter is, we still have a president of the United States that says there's fine people on both sides, and thir- yeah, maybe, and, maybe, and a third of our country still <laughs> supports that man.
0: Maybe, maybe there were some bad people on that side, but he did not see them.
1: Uh yeah, no, there's fine people on both sides, and a- did you
0: get it? Did he did not see them? Not see them?
1: Ah, I see what you did.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. uh, didn't get it. Yeah. It's okay, I see what- all right, so. We're running short on time here, so I want to get to the final subjects or whatever. The because, final subjects. Um, a little transition here, so um, just and I, ha- I have to mention this before we get started, but like just um, this week in entertainment news, we'll call it the entertainment corner. Okay. I don't know if this is a full fledged uh, um, segment, but I just wanted to talk about. I just, I just absolutely have to mention that they did you see that they announced the uh, this year's class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: I did. Um, who did I see? It was The Cars, uh-huh. uh, Bon Jovi, The Moody uh-huh, Blues.
0: Boo. There you go, right there. I've been waiting years and years and years. Yes. I can't believe, finally, I, I The have. Moody Blues. I know you have. Just It was a travesty, an yeah. absolute travesty. It took this long for the, the most amazing, you know, their groundbreaking album in 67, Days of Future Past, The Moody Blues. I had to mention that.
1: I knew you would be happy with that. I personally, I was happy to see the Cars and Dire Straits make it. Um,
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I love the Cars, love Dire Straits. I would like to see... There you go, Mark Knopfler, Celebrate Tonica. There There you go. go.
1: I would like to see some more of the 80s kind of alternative rock uh, groups start to make it, which I think they've been criminally overlooked. The
0: Smiths and The Cure, right?
1: And Depeche Mode, The Smiths, The Cure. None of of these bands have, have made that you
0: know they're just not getting around to the 70s yeah. uh uh progressive stuff Exactly. So, yeah. Yes. And,
1: yeah, I understand.
0: Yes, Rush. Yeah. Um and now the Moody Blues. Oh, fant- I've seen them in concert like like five or six times.
1: So, so are you going to make Great. the trip to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their induction?
0: Well, first of all, the induction is not they never have the ceremony in Cleveland. It's always like in New York or something
1: okay well there you go are you gonna go no no
0: no, no, no. why not no. you no, like the moody no,
1: blues on. why not go see them
0: no i'm not gonna deal with that uh, okay lining up for trying to get tickets or lining up for five days <laughs> no fuck that just watch it on hbo or wherever
1: that's cool i think that was star wars celebration come on it could not be worse than that
0: <laughs> oh god okay and so perfect transition our final topic so obviously you saw the big uh, announcement that I saw, I saw um,
1: I saw the big big uh, announcement. I saw I saw Star Wars The Last Jedi. And yeah. and stop, no, 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 no,
0: no, no, stop stop, no, no, stop, you're getting ahead of yourself. The the big before we get to that, that's we're gonna end with that. The big announcement is that Disney is acquiring Fox.
1: Yes, Disney is acquiring Fox for two
0: reasons. Two reasons, two reasons. Number one, that means they now are going to get all the X-Men.
1: Yes, and Fantastic Four. Marvel.
0: And Fantastic Four, but mostly the X-Men. Marvel is now getting the X-Men back into the fold. And number two, do you know the other thing regarding Star Wars?
1: Uh, well, they have the rights to the first movie now.
0: The, yes, Disney will now be getting the rights because Fox had the distribution rights for the first movie, like in perpetuity. Yes. Per- perpetuity, yep. perpetuity,
1: and well, from what I understand, after the announcement was made, they also said, "Do not expect original versions of the first three movies to be released anytime soon." You're still not going to get despecialized editions of the first of the, of the original. I mean, one. I don't.
0: That, I'm not too. I don't. Well, really that that is yeah.
1: You know, I I would like to see it. I would like to kind of see the movies the the way they were first shot. I I do think Lucas tinkered too much with them yeah um but according you know lucas has always said that for him those are the definitive he made the movies he wanted to make when he re-released them in the 90s and those special editions are what he wants and that is to him the legitimate version of star wars even if we don't agree Uh as fans and kathleen kennedy has done a very good job of trying to be respectful of george lucas and i don't think while he still has any kind of say on it which means while he still draws breath that you're going to see a despecialized edition anytime soon unless, Honestly, unless people, go, people leaves, go crazy yeah. about
0: that people go but are you one of those people because i'm not
1: about uh go crazy over over the despecialized edition yeah. Uh, No, not really. I mean, I would like to see it again. Um, I, I, I kind of would like to see it the, the way it was originally shot. I don't... I think some of the things he did, you know, some of the clean up of the special effects and stuff were nice. Um, I always think Han sh- should have shot first, though. Greedo shooting first just doesn't make sense. It's, it's just dumb, one. And two, it takes away, I think, from the story arc of Han Solo. I think the reason that lucas, he's the bad boy yeah yeah. i think the reason that lucas changed it is that reason why it should have been left in he didn't want han to be this cold blooded killer you know this 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 kind of you know somewhat dabbling in the bad you know bad kind of stuff and i'm like i kind of do because that sells his redemption story so much more the character redeems himself throughout the trilogy
0: also, I don't feel bad that he killed a guy that was like threatening to kill Exactly, Tim. it's not, guy, to me. The guy was holding a gun. Yeah, on. Exactly. He, he didn't just randomly shoot a guy. Yeah. The guy was exactly. holding our, a gun. Our, on. Our,
1: our interpretation of the act is different than Lucas. Lucas thinks it's kind of cold blooded killing. I don't. I think it's self defense either way. But you know, so that's always bugged me. You know, some of the stuff like this, this, this singing, uh, the singing, the musical number in Jabba's palace, Return of the Jedi, is pretty silly, awful, and I could get rid of that. And kind of go back to that the, that's, the original. Just so, that's
0: just so minor to I me mean, yeah. there's there's so many other things in the world to worry about like where do I buy Bitcoin? No How do look, I get some look, Bitcoin no, that's no. way more important I'm
1: not, I'm not look we're not talking about ranking whether or not we get the original editions of Star Wars in a list of world problems I'm not we're, let's not make that comparison but we're talking but if we but if were, we were if though we're,
0: but if we were if, though where would it rank? Among like North Korea, um, Han sh- Solo shooting first, and these specialized editions, and then like what? What? What's below that?
1: Um, what's below that? Uh, Kevin Spacey getting removed from all that money once, and Christopher Plummer redoing all of the scenes. So <laughs> that's below that, as far as problems.
0: You see that? You see the latest stuff, about how? Apparently Harvey Weinstein was responsible for killing the careers blacklisting Mira Sorvino and uh, Ashley Judd. Yes, yes, Peter Jackson. So I always did wonder what like why they just dropped off the face of the earth. And especially like, what happened especially, to Mira Sorvino?
1: Especially Ashley Judd, but the, the, you know Mira Sorvino was a fine actress, but Ashley Judd was a commercially successful actress so, like in the 90s, like her last couple of movies like I think it was like Kiss the Girls or Double Jeopardy or whatever they all made like a lot of money. She was she was Showing that she had some type of box off a straw and she just, she just went away. And Peter ja- and. Peter Jackson came out and said, yeah, I, we, you know, we brought Ashley in to, to kind of talk, to, to, to look at some stuff and we were interested and Harvey came and said all these things about her that apparently were patently untrue and we went to another direction because we thought it was problematic.
0: Wow. And
1: then the director, True. the director of Bad Santa said the same thing. He goes, I wanted Mira Servino. I, I really was interested in Mira Savina from Bad Santa, and Harvey told me the same thing, and so we went in another direction. These women lost movie roles because of Harvey Weinstein. And uh, I, I saw somebody online, I think they had it right. Miramax should be forced to cast these women in every single movie they make from now on. Uh,
0: is Miramax even around?
1: Uh, I think... I think they're still around. I don't think the company shut down, did it?
0: Well, I mean, don't confuse Miramax with the Weinstein Company, because those are two different things. Oh, okay. okay. Because, like, and by the way, people think that... So, like, Disney bought Miramax in, like, the early 90s, and even through their heyday, and they were producing all this stuff, they were still they were still owned by Disney.
1: But Weinstein, the Weinsteins had a lot to do so with it.
0: I think it was 2005 they left Miramax, and they founded right. the Weinstein Company. That's right, you're right.
1: They, they, they did leave it and.
0: So. But uh, be that as it may But um,
1: but were all these allegations While they were at Miramax
0: Probably not Probably. Oh yeah Miramax Definitely Miramax But, but Disney no longer owns Miramax though, Because they sold it to some other company now It's very complicated So Disney no longer owns Miramax okay. The Weinsteins haven't been associated with Miramax Since 2005 And now Harvey's obviously not associated With the Weinstein company anymore Oh, yeah, no so. other than I think he owns a quarter of it or half of yeah. it or whatever
1: so someone should make it up though they should cast athlete Joe Murez Savino in either all the Weinstein Company films or the Miramax films or both
0: I guess there would have been Miramax so Disney I guess Disney movies I don't know. Yeah,
1: well maybe Disney should make make it Well,
0: let's see wait, wait a minute what does Disney own now or they're gonna own Fox there you go. Oh, uh, all the new Fox movies! There you what, go. Boom. What could they possibly? What
1: what what does Disney make that they could possibly put Ashley Judd, Miriam Servino in? Gee, let's see. Everything. <laughs>
0: uh, anything by Fox or Marvel or Star Wars, and let's 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 re, let's close it out with Star Wars. Another couple of minutes, but um, so I have, as of tonight. The wife and I, we reserved tickets for Wednesday night, Wednesday after Wednesday afternoon, Mm -hmm. to go see uh, Star Wars. Now, until that time, I am trying to avoid any possible spoiler, anything about the movie. Okay. I want everything to be surprised. Now, you, on the other hand, have seen the Last Jedi. Now, here's what we're going to attempt to do. We're going to attempt for you. To give a review of the Last Jedi without revealing a single bit of detail and, and, about the movie—that is our challenge I, for the evening. And
1: I am going to do that. Um, it is going to be harder than I initially thought. Um,
0: but I can. Okay, so let's let's have a little fun with this. Let's maybe. Maybe. Um, can I start off with some questions? Maybe go for it. Okay, so this is the complete non-spoiler. So we don't even have to have a spoiler alert. Because here's the spoiler alert: I'm gonna murder you, Darren, <laughs> if you spoil the movie. So this might very well be our last episode of What About Now. <laughs> Next week, the prison edition <laughs> what of about What About, about now? now. We'll have all these new segments. We'll have like the uh, the um, toilet wine uh, segment.
1: And what and and what you can use for anal lube when there's not much around
0: yes hint it's not toilet wine shiv the homemade shiv the corner this week at homemade shiv your toothbrush um okay so let's have a little fun let's wrap things up let's do the spoiler free review let me are, are you okay with like maybe me throwing out some questions
1: yes i, I okay i will try to be Here, as vague as okay. possible so go for it. Do you it. have anything
0: to, to do you have anything before we begin? Any any statements or anything um, before we begin? Do you, do you want an opening statement? Yeah, maybe? let me
1: let me make this opening statement about the movie. Um Okay. I enjoyed the movie.
0: God damn it, that was my first question. Okay.
1: I enjoyed the movie. It is a it might be the most challenging movie for me as far as Star Wars goes when I came out. That actually took me some time to think about. How I hmm, felt about the movie. Um, okay. I f- and, and and actually it, this. All this right. Is, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Because one, I don't one, want you to take anywhere my questions. Okay. This one definitely bears a second viewing for me, which I will be giving it.
0: Ooh. Um, okay. And All right.
1: and it's also going to be probably one of the most polarizing Star Wars movies.
0: Polarizing. There okay.
1: there is a contingent of fans that I don't think are going to like this movie. And I think they can be justified in in their criticism of it, just as like I can be justified in my explanation to them why I like it and why I see it okay. differently.
0: Okay, so let's see. So you liked it. So naturally I I have questions such as, well, were 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 questions from the previous movie answered? Yes. Okay. Now were there new questions
1: introduced? Um, not really.
0: No, interesting, huh? So we got some resolution, not necessarily, not necessarily some new questions. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. You enjoy? I mean, I was going to open with, well, did you enjoy? I it? I, I, I
1: would want, I would say one thing about, it, and this is where that polarization is going to come in. I'm not certain everyone's going to be satisfied with the answers that they get
0: hmm so do you think maybe some things were answered ambiguously in an open interpretation um, on, or was it, on, no was it straight so uh,
1: yes yeah, yes somewhat on, on one of them one of them is pretty straightforward uh, one of them a little bit more ambiguous you, you you know that might be the one that most people are unsatisfied with
0: Hmm. let's see did we uh, let's see what else uh, go ahead start interjecting I, some uh, more yeah, stuff uh, one I think thing is more I want
1: oh I want to interject um where we stand on the force awakens I think that's important for for the audience um I I think I enjoyed that one more than you and I think yeah. your your main concern or your main complaint which again was not unwarranted was that it was too slavish to Star Wars A New Hope. It was too much of the same thing. It was, it was there, the similarities were too great and it felt like almost a remake for you, which is not something you wanted. I don't think you're going to be able to have that yeah. criticism this time around. Okay. There, there, okay. There's, there, okay. There's, com- there's always going to be common themes, common, you know, visual, uh, scenes between Star Wars movies. That's always been that way but i don't think you're going to be able to say that this was a copycat of empire or this was a copycat of return of the jedi even though you could say well that could borrow from this one or that one or the other this is definitely not slavish to the original trilogy in the way that force awakens was
0: were there any musical numbers
1: were there any musical numbers not that i recall i don't
0: no i don't mean like i don't mean like songs where you walk in the cantina I mean like song and dance routines were there any song and dance routines
1: no there was no Psy Snoodle's of uh, the Hutt thing
0: no, no I, d- I don't mean like I no mean- I'm
1: talking special edition with the thing and of the Hutt thing there was none mm. of that there was a musical number in Return of the Jedi when Lucas was mm. done with it the second, the, the second time around
0: huh interesting interesting okay so no musical numbers um let's see, let's see. I mean we already just by seeing the trailer, apparently that there's this new like cute creature. Right. I can't remember the name of it, but like there's we have the new cute creature the of Porgs the right? They're porks. Yes, yeah, so they're the new cute creature, okay. Yes. Were there any sex scenes?
1: Were there any sex scenes? yes no there were not
0: no sex scenes no. hmm
1: no sex scenes no gold bikinis
0: any bikinis any bikinis of any kind no
1: no bikinis
0: hmm. hmm so a lot of great action scenes a ca- I assume
1: a character did go topless in one scene though
0: uh huh. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Top of sudden, there There is a could be a man, could be a yeah. woman, could be a Wookiee. You never know. You never know. Okay. Spoiler. Hmm. So you're gonna you're gonna do repeat viewing? That's interesting. Yes. Do you think well, a lot of people are gonna do repeat viewing?
1: I think so. Um, there, even people who I because I'm I'm reading I, I have a lot of forums of Star Wars that I go to and things like that. And again, this is a polarizing film and i think the the ones that seem to be
0: polarized yes
1: i see i think the ones that seem to be the least happy with it are some of the older fans um but even the ones that are saying that they're unhappy or 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 unsure of how they feel about it or have problems with it are talking about seeing it again to maybe kind of digest it a second time this is this okay, I got a question. definitely, I, got a question for I think, maybe the most mature Star Wars movie that we've seen.
0: The most mature? Ooh, like Star Wars After Dark.
1: No, I'm not talking about sexually. I'm not talking about violently or anything like that. I'm talking about maybe thematically.
0: Okay. Was Bruce Willis dead the entire time?
1: He was dead the entire fucking time.
0: Okay, so... I had no idea that Bruce Willis was, in fact, in the new Star Wars movie, but okay. Well, we didn't see I him. Think... He was
1: dead the entire time.
0: What? Yeah, but how can he be dead the entire time? Why would we be talking about if he wasn't in the movie?
1: Because I can't see ghosts. I don't see dead people.
0: No, but the main character can, and we're seeing the... But that main character Bruce wasn't in it. Main... I said Bruce Willis was in it. Only uh, okay. Joel
1: Osment wasn't.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Um... Oh my goodness! I don't know. I can't. I can't leave any more questions.
1: Well, then you'll just
0: non non spoiler questions. Let's see. Okay, let me let me ask about your experience now. Did you get up to go to the bathroom? I did not. Wow, you did not have to get up to, go to the bathroom. Was it because you didn't want to miss a single second of it?
1: Exactly. I, I I treat Star Wars much differently than everything else. So.
0: Okay. Well, then that leads me to the next question. Did you wear a diaper?
1: No, I just did not drink as much as my, of my soda as I normally do. I paced myself. Okay,
0: but and this movie is admit,
1: about this movie is about two and a half hours long. So,
0: you clearly admit that you did in fact consume sugary soda during the movie. Of
1: course, it's a movie.
0: Was there was there popcorn consumed?
1: Uh, a little bit. I actually hadn't had dinner, so the theater I went serves like small, you know, kind of meal things, So I had some chicken tenders curly fries or whatever
0: wow and they,
1: and they gave a chocolate chip cookie with it too it wasn't bad
0: did you in fact have any candy
1: i had a chocolate chip cookie
0: no that's not candy that was
1: all i had was a chocolate chip cookie i didn't have any candy
0: cookie is cookie and candy well, i didn't is have candy. Can- why would i need candy if i was... had a cookie because those are two completely different things
1: yes but that's like too much of one thing it's sweet it's too much sweet and if i have candy i don't need, if i have cookie i don't need the candy if i have the candy i don't need the cookie <laughs> Uh, they're not the same thing, but they're the about, same goddamn family.
0: What about cookies with candy on it, like M M&M and M chocolate? That's
1: chocolate fine because it's together.
0: <laughs> so that's like a, little, in that's fact like, like a little mini
1: orgy in my mouth. It's all good.
0: Ooh, you did in fact confirm that you had popcorn.
1: I had. A, they they gave me popcorn, um, because I bought this. Like was
0: was there in fact butter on that popcorn? No, I don't put butter on my popcorn. Did you in fact? put any salt on your no, popcorn. No, I don't put any
1: extra salt on my popcorn. Whatever it's on it is. Did on you
0: it. see a regular movie, a 3D movie, an IMAX movie or a 3D IMAX movie?
1: I would see anything my wife cannot handle 3D, anything. So it was regular.
0: You saw a regular non. You saw, in fact, a two-dimensional non IMAX The Last Jedi.
1: That's cuz that's all my wife can handle.
0: Okay. This is a very important question now. I want you to think about your answer. What time did you see this movie?
1: I paid... My theater had something called the Jedi Package, which was $25 a person and we had to report at 6 o'clock. Now the movie started at 7 o'clock like everywhere else. So I didn't know if what I got extra, if they gave me some extra goodies, if whatever you know what happened, you know by being there at six o'clock and paying basically ten dollars per person more for a flippin' ticket, um, basically what it was was I got some top's trading cards, I got one thing of popcorn to split between the two of us, and I got to see the movie an hour earlier than everybody else at six o'clock. So basically, I ended up paying to see the movie an hour earlier. So I saw the movie at six o'clock on Thursday.
0: Uh, now, if I had oh if yeah. I had
1: known that's all I was going to get, I probably wouldn't have done it.
0: <coughs> As opposed to seven.
1: Yeah, I would have just waited till seven. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So where did you sit in the theater? Where were your seats? <laughs>
1: My seats were in... If you, inf-
0: if you in fact did even see The Last Jedi. My,
1: my seats were in the middle. I, uh, definitely not in the front part. But I want to say like the fourth or fifth row behind that divide that divides the front and the next section. Okay. The movie theater okay. wasn't filled. Mainly because probably most people have more sense than to pay $25 a ticket just to see a movie an hour earlier.
0: And did, did you sit in the center, or more towards the right or to the left?
1: More towards the center.
0: The center. Okay, okay. So, I suppose I believe that you did, in fact, see The Last Jedi. Because it would have been really funny to, if I find out next week, like, you never even saw it. <laughs> and you, you gave a review. And you're like, I never saw it.
1: I mean, that's that's all I can say. It's a non-spoiler review. Um, it's a non-spoiler yeah. review.
0: Questions were answered.
1: Yeah, questions are answered. Although I don't know if you'll be satisfied. Um, now I'd like to
0: take this. I'd like to take this moment now to make some conjectures. Now you know the answers to this, and I might. I remind you that this is the non-spoiler review. So I would like to get your reaction, but I expect no reaction whatsoever.
1: So no yes or no or anything like that.
0: No reactions. Okay. I don't want to hear any oohs, ahs, yeses, noes. Okay i'm gonna make some conjectures okay now please be careful i make a conjecture that in fact they're going to kill princess leia due to circumstances outside of you know of reality they in fact are going to kill princess leia okay and your reaction shall be nothing
1: my reaction is nothing that is a question that you have asked
0: yes no, it wasn't a question I asked. Okay, it was that, that is a statement, conjecture. They that is posed. a statement
1: that you have made. That is a conjecture you have made, and I identify that as a conjecture.
0: Okay, now, I also propose that they in fact will reveal the lineage and/or parentage of one said Ray. Okay, and it is. Uh None other than the Emperor Palpatine himself. And your reaction is?
1: That is a conjecture of yours.
0: Yes, that is. <sighs> More specifically, fifth cousins. Um Sure. What? Did you just confirm that? No. You son of a no, bitch. Like, I, you son I, of a bitch. I, you just you just said sure. Oh my I, god, spoiled. I, I you spoiled I said it for sure. me.
1: Sure that is conjecture that you have made.
0: No, I can't be, I can't believe you spoiled that in fact there's, Ray is the fifth co- cousin of Emperor Palpatine. There's
1: no confirming or denying that.
0: Okay. Just to I'm be just
1: clear. saying sure to acknowledge your statement.
0: You acknowledge that, in fact, I made a statement.
1: That's all I was doing, acknowledging that you made a statement.
0: I have a conjecture that we see a forced ghost of either Yoda or Obi-Wan or uh, none other than Anakin Skywalker. And your reaction is?
1: that—that That is another statement that you have made.
0: That is, in fact, a statement that I have made. So, do you have anything for your closing arguments?
1: Um, I am very interested on your take. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I fully accept the possibility that you don't like the film as much as I do. I fully accept the possibility that you don't like the film at all.
0: Is that based on my reaction to the first film?
1: Um, Somewhat. Uh, also, again, because this is a Polarizing movie
0: and. Polarizing, polarizing. I'm,
1: I, hmm. I, I want to say I'm going to say this, and I don't think this ruins anything. I th- you don't I, think? Yeah, or, yeah, I don't. I don't sure? think the statement's going to ruin anything. And this okay. is where this
0: tread, tread very carefully. Okay. Here.
1: For the first time since Empire Strikes Back. Don't know where this franchise is going. Huh. And I think that's a good thing. I think... I think I was... You know, I think for a while there... Really diehard Star Wars fans, which I think we both are... Have been able to kind of plot the trajectory of the movies. It was really easy with the prequels... But I think we are even able to do it somewhat with Force Awakens and, and, and things like that. I don't think going into Episode Nine that tra- trajectory is as clear to me. And
0: hmm.
1: I think I like I, I I think that's what I like the best about it. And that's also what I think frustrates a lot of the diehards.
0: I mean, I'm just looking for something that's not a rehash. I
1: th- I think you'll you'll be okay with that, then. Again, you're going really, really to thing you're gonna be able to point one. to... Oh, you know, parallels between Snoke and the Emperor. Obviously. You're going to... Oh, look, there's more AT-AT-type vehicles again. That's not giving anything away. That's been in the commercial. You know, all the similarities between, you know, the character of Poe and, you know, Han Solo because he's a hotshot pilot and all that. You know, that, those... Those parallels are not going to go away, but those parallels have always existed in Star Wars. They existed in the prequels they you know it it that's part of what Star Wars is. It's just you don't want a shot for almost a frame for frame or scene for scene remake, which is what you felt force awakens was too much it was almost scene for scene remake. This is definitely not that, okay. But, yeah, no, you know, the appearance, you know, seeing Snoke in this film, it's not going to be able to... You're not going to say, oh, that's completely, totally different than the Emperor. No, the parallels are still there.
0: Hmm. Well. So that is the end of your closing statement?
1: That's the end of my closing statement, because if I go any further, I, I, I risk... Giving too much away, even inadvertently. So I, I, I okay. Really so don't let's to... wrap let's wrap it up. Yeah.
0: How many stars do you give it? From one to five. How many stars do you give it?
1: Um, I'm gonna give it a solid three and a half to four stars.
0: Well, you gotta you gotta. Yeah, I, I need a sec. I nope. need a second view.
1: A... I need a second viewing. I, this I.
0: Okay. So as of so as of right now, you're undecided. You can't. Can you say like, well, it's three and a half now. Could be four, but it's three and a half right now.
1: Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's do three and a half right now as with a very very good chance half. of it going to four stars on a second viewing. okay, because so, because pleasure. because i'm 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 fighting. I'm fighting the Star Wars fan that I kind of used to be, which like, all right, you've gotta fit into my idea completely of what Star Wars is all the time. I expect this. This I expect A, B, and C, and you got to give me A, B, and C. And if you subvert that a little bit, that's that's not Star Wars. And to you know, um, there's that that fan, and then there's the other fan that maybe we're doing something new. Maybe we're taking this this franchise in a a different direction for for a new generation. And I need to look at it that way. So you know, I that 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 fight that that um. Polarization is even inside me somewhat. And I've had to think about it from the directors and the artists' point of view and kind of see where he was going with certain things.
0: Alright, so when he, uh, do you have plans to see it again? Yes,
1: I, I have plans to see it again. The girls want to see it, for one, believe it or not. My... my. My kids have been watching the old Star Wars ones on on DVD, so they want to see it. And I always judge these things is it's safe enough for them to see, and I think this one is.
0: Let's see, let's see. So I think this is the conclusion of our spoiler free review of your Star Wars, The Last Jedi experience. After waiting all this time, finally, the movie is upon us, and another couple days. I have to avoid avoid spoilers. And um,
1: so, I have a question for you now. Uh-huh. Um, did my review, my my take on it, make you want to see this movie more, or make you a little bit more give you a little bit more trepidation about seeing the film?
0: I mean, it hasn't changed. I'm still I still want to see okay. it, and. Uh, I mean I mean I guess it's positive that I I don't want it to be a rehash of a previous movie, so that's positive, but So now uh Hmm Is it possible that if any of my conjectures were correct, will I be awarded points for that?
1: No. No, I'm awarding you points for guessing on a movie. No,
0: if I uh, Really? Come on. So you're being very stingy with the points.
1: I think the points have to be something a little bit more accomplished than Some that. Some sort of disagreement between the two yeah, of us? Yeah, or, or something more accomplished. Each have a different opinion. I told you I'd give you bonus points if you told me what the frozen methane was, which you didn't do this week.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Forget about that. <coughs> the, uh, you know, where, actually, I did look it up. You, you, the question was um, where does it come exactly. from? Exactly. Uh, I think, because I read the Wikipedia page, and it's basically organically, like, bacteria break down organic matter, and that's where the methane comes from, and it seeps up. Okay. Out of the ocean floor, and then, because of the cold, the pressure and the temperatures, it turns, it freezes. There's, like, there's two basic, if you look at the Wikipedia, there's, like, two ways it forms, but that's one of them. Basically, both of them are, like, bacteria, through bacteria.
1: Okay. Cool. Makes
0: sense. Um... I imagine also there's some natural deposits of methane that probably right. seep up into the ocean right. as well, but but like a lot of or you know bacterial processes. Yeah.
1: Oh, and I have to give a correction to myself. I have Ooh. to correct myself. Uh, I mistakenly said that Delarice was the voice of the owl in Fox and the Hound. She was not. It was Pearl Bailey.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. Do you even like Delarice now?
1: Fuck Delarice. Glad she's <laughs> on your team. Jesus. No, I have no problem with Della Reese. I just mistakenly <laughs> thought she was the voice of the owl, the fox and the hound. So.
0: Oh, man. It
1: was Pearl Bailey.
0: So, so remember my question was, what do you remember? What role do you remember her as? And so what is your answer? You have to update your answer now. Uh, nothing. nothing. She, she's nothing. Touched by Absolutely an angel. Nothing. Really? Touched by an angel. Jesus. <laughs> Uh,
1: I can't I, actually, I, 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 I'm sure she was a lovely lady I take nothing away from Della Reese, but I can't say my life was impacted one way or another by her you know,
0: existence so uh, on that note try to wrap things up what's, what's, the, uh, what's the phrase that pays what is the
1: phrase that pays huh that's a good question uh, do we have a standout phrase that pays?
0: Um, something Bitcoin related? Bitcoin, I do want...
1: um, Why hate Santa? Maybe that's a good phrase that pays.
0: Why hate Santa? Why
1: hate Santa?
0: The phrase that pays is why hate Santa. Yeah,
1: why hate Santa? And I'll put in something Santa related. I'll find a little
0: oh, like Santa... What?
1: Toy or ornament or something with an image of Santa Claus on it, and we'll throw it in the box. That'll be my holiday cheer. Maybe I'll find some type of mishmash of Santa holding a menorah or something like that.
0: Um, yeah, because I was about to say, like, so what? I mean, you're just discounting the fact that our listener probably might not be a partaker of Christmas. Maybe uh, you have to have a little menorah or something. Else. I don't know. Should
1: I, should I give them the option? Check one of two?
0: Santa or a menorah? (laughs) Really? Just two options? That's it? Oh, Jesus Christ. How about the option of something Santa-related, something menorah-related, or just a piece of spoiled bologna? Piece of rotten (laughs) bologna. Here you go. I'm going to buy some bologna. You're going to buy some bologna. You're going to set it. In your garage for about a week. There you go. So. And then then put in a ziploc bag. So, there you choose go. Choose wisely. Are your
1: Santa menorah, or spoiled baloney. <laughs> Phrase that pays. Why well, hate Santa?
0: Why <laughs> <I> hate Santa? <laughs> so let's uh, let's mention, let's please let's circle back that we got we got to mention our sponsors. So the show this week was brought to you by uh, the Last Jedi, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. the Last Jedi of course, the Rock. Hanukkah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Cocoa Water, Vita Coco Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Of course, of course, brought to you by Santa Claus.
1: And apparently, right now, the angry soul of Delarice because she's pissed at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> vengeance shall be hers.
1: Delarice, spirit of vengeance.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Oh
0: man. Oh, uh. Last Jedi.
1: Well, on that note, I think we should. Yeah,
0: maybe we're about an hour and a half. Had a little fun tonight. Yeah,
1: I, I can't wait for you to see Last Jedi. We can discuss that. We'll mention that in the next podcast. And I'm hoping,
0: beyond hope, that we don't have any more static in this recording because we've been having some. We've been plagued by technical issues, and who knows how tonight. Yeah, will go. we've
1: we've troubleshoot and trouble shot, and we can't seem to pin down what's caused it. So,
0: no, nope.
1: we'll hope that it won't continue. But uh, in any case, uh, I'm Darren. All right, so.
0: And I'm Ted.
1: And I want to wish every one of our listeners a happy holidays. Uh, be it Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or everything in between.
0: Or uh, happy spoiled baloney. Happy spoiled baloney. Until next time. <laughs> hey, this has been What About Now. What About Now. Good night.